think of myself as a connector and a promoter because that's essentially what I'm doing. I'm connecting you, whether it's to a nonprofit agency or to the media or, you know, someone where whatever we're trying to achieve, connecting you to the right person and then also promoting your business. What's up, guys? We're back. It's the Best Midland Texas podcast where we interview small business owners, entrepreneurs, and personalities here in Midland Texas, the best city in the world, as far as I'm concerned. I'm your host, Ryan Shuchuk. This is my lovely wife, amazing wife, Tara Avery. Hello. Um, Like, comment, subscribe. Make this algorithm go wild. You know what I mean? We need all the help we can get. We have 17 million subscribers. We could use 17 million and one. Today we have Leo Williams, who is the owner of LC Public Relations, a local Midland firm that exclusively offers event marketing services to local businesses and brands. She might be the busiest person in Midland. Yeah, uh, 100% she's the busiest. Um, <laughs> Leah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for being on today. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, obviously, the people of Midland want to... Just know a little bit about you. I'm from Midland. I grew up here. Okay. Um, went off to school at U of A, University of Arkansas in Fayetteville. Nice. Oh, okay. And um, came back to Midland after I graduated. I did not want to come back to Midland. <laughs> I wanted to be in the big city, but um, graduated in 2010 with a communications degree. Economy wasn't doing so great at the time, so came back home. And now I think I would kick and scream if anyone tried to make me leave. That's how I feel. I, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. We thought we were going to have to move to Houston last year, and it was really, really hard. Um, My husband had got um, a different role in in his company, and we thought we were going to have to transfer, and I was really struggling with that. But long story short, we're here. Yay. And I just, it was at that time when I thought, oh my gosh, if I have to leave Midland, I'm going to die. So it's like when when you have that moment of thinking you might have to leave, you're like, oh, I don't want to go. Yeah. So it's funny how things Especially to Houston. I mean, no. No hate for Houston. It's just yeah. a little too busy for me. It's a little mm-hmm. too humid. Yes. Mm-hmm. How did you get started in public relations? So initially, I'll just kind of start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I got a communications degree at Arkansas. And my senior year, I remember sitting in this class, um, this professor, she had done PR in her career. And I was so fascinated by all the stories and cool things she had done in her career. And I thought, okay. I think I want to do PR. I definitely knew I was going to go in the marketing realm. Okay. Um, you know, marketing, advertising, PR. Um, but of course, you know, just graduating out of college, you don't get your dream job right away. Sure. You have to start somewhere. <laughs> so I had to work a few jobs, you know, just to kind of get experience under my belt. Um, worked for an ad agency for a little bit. Okay. I was like an account executive, so I would manage different accounts and work mm-hmm. on campaigns. And then I worked for Security Bank for a long time. Um, they were bought out in, I think, 2020. They're American Momentum now. Oh, They're okay. located downtown Midland. Their corporate office was in Midland. I was hired to do the public relations for them. And I also you know, did a lot of other things in the marketing department. But that's where I really just loved doing public relations. And I, I saw that there was a need for that service in our community because a lot of companies either can't afford to hire someone full-time um to do that or you know they just don't have someone to do it and um you know with banking it's very challenging to be creative in the marketing realm because there's a lot of red tape a lot of regulations i bet and i just I was kind of tired of banking and i wanted to go out on my own and do something different be able to work with lots of different types of clients, which I was able to do that at the ad agency. I missed, you know, just the variety. Yeah. 
And there was no one offering public relations services exclusively. You know, we had some ad agencies, some marketing firms. But what I really loved about public relations especially was the community piece and mm-hmm. the event piece. Right. So working closely with nonprofits, you know, um, putting little events together, putting campaigns together. We did a lot of um, things with the West Texas Food Bank at Security Bank. So I just, I enjoyed doing it and I wanted to go out and do it for others. Nice. Offer that service. I'm a business, I want PR. I don't even uh-huh. know what PR means. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. you can kind of talk about like, what is it? So <laughs> I try to explain to people that PR is a little bit different than advertising. Yep. There, There is some overlap, of course, because it all falls under the marketing umbrella. Right. Mm-hmm. The difference with PR is it's a little more organic. It's a little more building relationships and kind of getting people earning that brand loyalty. Okay. Whereas advertising is you're paying for a space, whether it's, you know, a magazine publication, a billboard, some kind of TV radio ad where you're promoting your brand mm-hmm. or your product. And PR is kind of more, you know, getting people to recognize who you are, kind of getting your name out there mm-hmm. and then also building that loyalty. Okay. And 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 reputation management too. Okay. So that's those are kind of the differences where you're not necessarily paying for that promotion. Sort of grassroots. You know, so with media relations, you know, you're sending press releases out mm-hmm. or sending, you know, information out in hopes that they will cover your event or give you publicity. I see. It really to me it really comes you said media relations which made me think of it's the relations part of it, right? Like somebody mm-hmm. comes to you and they're coming to you because you've got all of these contacts and you have all these relationships you've built with all of these. I know. see myself I if I have to describe myself to people I I, I say, think of myself as a connector and a promoter. Okay. Because that's essentially what I'm doing for your business. I'm connecting you, whether it's to a nonprofit agency or to the media or, you know, someone where whatever we're trying to achieve, connecting you to the right person and then also promoting your business. So that's, that kind of yeah. helps people. Yeah. That's a, that makes it a little more simple. What was the ultimate factor that made you decide, I want to go off on my own and create my own? company, become an entrepreneur. I, like I said, I worked in banking for a long time. And with banking, I, I just kind of got a little burned out with, okay. you know, not being able to be as creative in the marketing world, because there is so much regulation and red mm-hmm. tape, I would have gone to maybe work for someone else, but there was no one offering PR services exclusively. And I thought, okay, in town in, in Midland, right, right. And at the time, I didn't have kids. And I thought this is the time to go and venture out on my own. And if yeah. I completely fail, I'll go find a job. It's not a big deal, you know, but this is the time to do it. So I just decided to go for it. That's very cool. You know, you're just like, hey, there's not going to be a better time than right now. <laughs> right. To exactly. Just take a leap and become an entrepreneur and just start my own business. I, right. And I had the experience. I had enough experience under my belt to feel confident to go forward and, right. you know, do it. But then I also didn't have, you know, um, like I said, kids where it just would make it 10 yeah. times harder mm-hmm. to kind of get started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had the time to invest because when you first start out, I mean, there's a lot of time that you need just, you know, kind of getting your name out there and right. promoting yourself. Showing so it, face, uh, yeah. all these different things. Yeah. yeah. Your own marketing, your own PR for your own business. Yeah. And of course, building even those relationships even closer in the media world, right. you know. I didn't know them on a personal level when I was at the bank like I did once I owned my business. I think it was just this past year that you decided to focus exclusively on event marketing. Can you tell us a little bit about what goes into event marketing? So when I first started out, I was acting as a full service PR firm. Okay. I can still offer all of those services, but I had a friend and a mentor sit down with me. I was kind of at this weird spot where I was... 
I don't know, just needing some direction. And she just really advised me to figure out what do you love doing? Mm -hmm. You know, um, as a one man show, sometimes it can be too much trying to do it all and just focus on what you're really good at. And just kind of looking back on the projects and the clients I had worked with, I really loved doing anything event related, whether it was a grand opening Mm -hmm. Or putting some kind of fun benefit together, you know, partnering yeah. with a nonprofit. Those were the things that I loved doing. And I loved doing that back when I was in the corporate world. So that's right. when I decided to kind of make that shift to just focus on event marketing. I can I can manage social media for you if, if you need that. Right. Um, but I would say I'm better at planning events. So what kind of goes into event marketing? You know, you've got a lot of different pieces. You've got the event side, which is all the logistics, working with the vendors, you know, all the little details that go along with planning an event. You've got the social media side, Mm. you know, know, promoting that on a digital basis and all the graphic design that goes with it. And then you've got the community side, if you are doing any kind of community partnership, you know, finding the right partner or maybe it's not even a nonprofit. Maybe it's other businesses collaborating, Mm -hmm. just finding the right people. You just kind of have to step back and ask yourself, okay, what are we trying to achieve? Mm -hmm. What are we wanting out of this event? You know, some people, it may be, strictly a numbers thing. They just want a lot of people at their event. And some people, it may be more of an awareness thing. So you just kind of have to start from the beginning and say, okay, what is our objective at the end of the day? And then kind of going from there. If I'm a business, I'm a brand new business, I want to have a grand opening. Like how far in advance or what should I be thinking about before or as I'm contacting, you know, Leah for my, obviously for my grand opening here in Midland. But like, (laughs) it it kind of depends um, how big of an event that you're planning, Um, I would say at minimum two months. So like when I worked on the Chewy's grand opening, they opened in June. We started working on everything in March. That was over a length of time. But um, like I recently just did a wellness tour leading up to a grand opening. And I think I had two months on that. I probably could have used a little more time. Mm -hmm. So like I said, I think minimum two months, unless it's something like very, very small scale. Gotcha. So you were part of the Chewy's opening. I had never been to a Chewy's before. Were you working on the uh, like getting your pet photographed? They're very passionate about animals. That's okay. kind of like a corporate thing. So they had a Facebook campaign, and they had partnered with Permian Basin Animal Advocate. They <laughs> – this is a funny story. So in most markets, they usually get maybe a couple hundred submissions – and in Midland, Odessa, they got um, they had everything sent to my email. So oh. what you did was you you sent a picture of your your um, dog, mm-hmm. and the first I think it was originally supposed to be 150. Yeah, um, got put on the wall in the restaurant. Um, the campaign only ran for a couple of days, and I literally continued to get. And this was in March. I continued to get emails up until the grand opening, even post opening. I received probably between three and four thousand emails. Oh my gosh! It Holy was cow! Crazy. And I had I had just been on vacation the day that um, the contest started. I was flying back from Mexico. And I would just remember like opening my, when I got connected or got back <laughs> into the U.S. and I turned my phone on. Oh, I, no. It was just like, it's like ding, ding, overwhelming. Ding, ding. And it just <laughs> – they wouldn't stop coming. But they donated a dollar for every dog submission. Oh, wow. Um, and so they – it, it you know they were able to give a really that's very great cool. size donation yeah. to the organization, but there were a lot of people, you know, that really wanted their dog on the wall. I and, mean, I wanted to do it, and Ryan was like, "Nah." He's and I mean, I had friends and people that I knew that were thinking, "Oh, you know, can you get my dog in?" But I had to be fair, and I had yeah. to go 
in just the order that it came. If you didn't send it, your email within that first day, probably yeah. in the first couple of hours, then your dog did not make it. Yeah. Uh, there was just that's no funny. way. But it was just funny because I think they only put it on Facebook and then the MRT got a hold of it uh, and they put something out and it's just, it blew up. The marketing person at Chewy's that I was working with was saying how she had never experienced such that's so a response. funny. So I'm like, only Midland Odessa. Right. We love our dogs. Yeah. Okay, Leah, let's get serious for a second. Okay. Um, we've got this podcast clearly. And um, is there any sort of tips or tricks you could give us on like how to get more public relations or media relations? Nothing. You don't have to give us any free advice. <laughs> uh, you know, just maybe something that would help us out in terms of like maybe we'll get the word out. Getting the word out or. Should we throw an event? Well, I think you're doing a great job, first Thank and you. foremost. Thank you. And um, I think an event is always a great idea. Okay. Um, if you wanted to have – you could have a lot of fun with it, but you could have, you know, like a fun, exclusive event planned and maybe even make it where you have some kind of contest built okay. around um, your guest on your podcast. So it's kind of got that exclusive feel. Um, I like that. Ob- that could be obviously, like, developed more. We're thinking, but- like, you know, a lot of podcasts – um, the popular ones, including us, um, <laughs> they do like, you know, like a live taping, you know, with an audience and stuff, maybe take questions or just a good old party. Um, I think a, a, a party. Uh, all right. Well, we know the person to come to. Are there any upcoming events or anything that you're, you're working with your clients on? So the biggest thing that I have coming up is the Urban Air grand opening. Have you heard of Urban Air? Is that the um, over where Steinmart used to be? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be, be really cool. It's like a trampoline center or what? what is it? So it's an adventure park. They do have trampolines inside of it. Um, so Gina Marie Soto, who owns the Little Gym here in okay. Midland, she's also the owner of Urban Air. Um, they're both owned by Unleashed Brands. Unleashed Brands has, I think, like maybe six or seven. I could be off, but it's somewhere around there. Uh, franchises underneath okay. that umbrella. And then what's cool is each franchise is kind of for children in a different stage. So the little gym, kind of the intent is that once they outgrow the little gym, they'll go to Urban Air. Neat. Urban Air will be neat because it'll be another event center. You can actually use it for birthday parties. Okay. Um, there's going to be, you know, like a bar in there. There's going to be um, food. They're also going to have um, XP League, which is another franchise under Unleashed Brands inside of Urban Air. And that's kind of like a gaming type of franchise. Oh, like video games. Uh-huh. Neat. Oh, um, finally. And they're going to have um, a program for kids going in there after school where they um, have them work on their homework a portion of the time. And then they get to game for a set amount of time. That's really cool. And then cool. they feed them like pizza. Um, so it's kind of neat. Yeah, and there's going to be like what is the word I want to use? Where you're like harnessed in zipline. Yeah, I think they're going to have like zipline type stuff, obstacle mm. course. So it really is designed for older kids. But I think there is going to be a section for smaller children too. But it's going to be family friendly. And so will part. it be weird if Ryan and I just like go by ourselves? And- no, older older children. You're talking about like are is 44 years old okay <laughs> yeah no i mean it's for a just it's just as much for adults as it is for kids yes um, nice so i think it'll be a, a really great addition to the community of midland just for another place for people to go and as, i like that as a family and what, when's the that. when's the, the official opening um we don't have an official date yet but it's going to be 
um, around Christmas time, the end oh, of okay. December, or nice. it might be right after Christmas. It's it's in that time frame, end of December slash early right January. Right around the corner. Well, that'll be nice too, because like the kids are out of school. All right, a- a- anything where you could um, send in a photo of your of your pets or anything, <laughs> and I, on the wall. <laughs> no, jump start on that one. <laughs> I'll let you know if there's um, anything like that that okay. you can participate in, but um, nothing that I'm aware of at this time. Okay, so of course this is called Best of Midland, Texas. So we wanted to ask you, you know, what's the best of Midland, Texas? Tara, do you have any uh, a category for for uh, Leah? Can... Let's go favorite restaurant. My favorite restaurant in town is Garlic Press. They're not so a client, good. but I love their food. Yeah, everything is so good. Everyone, every person says the garlic press, and they're yeah. not wrong. I love that their like menu is constantly like changing with yes. like whatever fun new ingredients that they're able to get in. I think yeah. it keeps it interesting. Well, what? I think a lot of restaurants in town like they they specialize in certain things. Like, okay, let's just say there's certain restaurants where I'm like, I only like this one thing, and it could be like yes. an appetizer, but the rest of their food I'm not crazy about. Gotcha. But at the garlic press. Everything is good. Their Everything. appetizers, their entrees, their desserts, their brunch. Yes, their brunch is very good too. They have craft um, beer. Everything is good. Yeah. So I'm you hear like, that? You Chili's is Chili's open anymore? Yeah, it is. But I haven't been in a while. I, I see. I thought so. it never opened. You no, know, I don't know. That parking lot's packed all the time. Is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chili's was good back in the day when I was a kid. Yeah, like, I worked there in high school. I loved it. You and they used to give you the, the chocolate molten cakes oh, for your birthday. But then so they stopped bad. doing it because I think they picked up on the fact that people were lying about their birthday. Hey, it's my birthday again this week. <laughs> Weren't you here t- last week? Yeah. I was my cousin. I recently helped. This was in the medical industry, which is kind of cool. Something different. Um, they just opened last week. UC Kinetics. So they're a franchise. They're based out of North Carolina. Okay. They're growing at a very rapid pace. Um, they have them in Texas. I mm-hmm. think the closest one to here is in Lubbock, but it's regenerative medicine. So wow. um, it's stem cell therapy. Oh, wow. Okay. But they take your own stem cells. And I don't know all, you know, <laughs> the all scientific the science process. <laughs> but they have doctors. Um, they actually have a doctor out of the DFW area who comes in. They're only open once a week, which is really interesting. Wow. That's their huh. model. And um, it's for joint pain, essentially. Okay. Um, their most recent spokesperson is Emmett Smith from oh, the Cowboys. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so a lot of like athletes have done this type of treatment. Um, you know, it, it is kind of designed for, I would say very active people. Um, it's for, pe- it's a great alternative instead of having a surgery. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Of course that they do offer consultations to see if it's a good fit for mm-hmm. you there. You know, not everyone fits in a box, Yeah. but, um, you know, it, it is a great alternative for some people so they don't have to move forward and have surgery. All right. Well, hey, thanks again for um, for coming in today and being on the podcast. Yeah. And like I said, we'll uh, see you on the next one. All right. Bye. <laughs> Boom. That's it. Nice.